forever i'm your host v and this is episode four the fourth and final possibly final installment in the origin story the first was me talking about my name the second was the music that i love the third was pro wrestling which i love and this is about movies and the movies that i love um follow me on v forever network Instagram, that's the Instagram name. Young V Forever on Twitter. Young V Forever at gmail.com. Everything is spelled Y-U-N-G. And then V Forever, just like the name of the podcast. V Forever on YouTube. And today, I have a guest with me. One of my best friends in this world. He is somebody who knows movies more than me. But we seem to relate on certain things on movies because we go back as 90s kids. We go back and we we kind of touch base on everything. He's a little more deep in the lexicon, if you will. But everybody like welcome Ben Kennedy, a.k.a. the Gyro Captain. That's me. Yeah. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Roaring applause, yeah. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Put him in a body bag. <laughs> We're just all over the place with this. Do you remember that? Do you know where that movie is from? It's from the Karate Kid, man. Yeah, okay, good. Okay, that was a test. And then they end up putting that guy in a body bag. (laughs) And at the end of Cobra Kai, that episode, they said, they said, put him in a body bag. (laughs) And we all talk about like the most depressing episode. Put him in a body bag. (laughs) It's full circle. By the way, you can follow him too on Instagram. At Gyro Captain 94, not Twitter, that's Instagram, Gyro Captain 94. He is the Gyro Captain. Now, let's start this because we have to get into how we started getting into movies. And we're we're not old souls. I wouldn't say that, because we we love the movies of our time. And the movies before our time. But we do like the movies of the future, too. Not as much as before. (laughs) Movies of the future. The movies that are about to come out. We we dig movies. Even though a lot of the movies we like are probably like Marvel movies right now. Like, they're kind of dominating things. But we love Well, the the good thing about Marvel is they keep on doing something new. Like the Eternals movie that came out. Oh, the, the trailer for Eternals. Yeah. It looks entirely different from whatever DC's doing. <laughs> they know how to keep you interested. DC has not learned that yet. Actually, DC, I, I want to be, I want to play devil's advocate with DC because they don't, what they don't come out with is boring. It's not that what they come out with is boring because you're interested in what, what it could be, but it's never I good. disagree. Have you no? seen Batman versus Superman? That was interesting though. Like the, no, the come no, I'm not talking about the movie. I'm saying like uh, yeah, like everybody was excited for it as a concept, but it's never as good. It never delivers. Oh my god, talk about the hype behind it. I mean, you got like two of the most iconic superheroes ever, and they ruined it. They pissed. <laughs> yeah. They pissed all over I think, it. I think Freddy versus Jason was better. <laughs> I can vouch that <laughs> Freddy versus Jason. Although it was sick how he how Jason killed Kelly Rowland. I don't know if you remember. Freddy? She she was like, she was like, Freddie, you ain't nothing. Freddie, Freddie, you ain't nothing. I'm not scared of you. 
Jason, he a bad man. Jason, he gonna get you, and he's gonna win. Jason- um, I, I vaguely remember. Did he like hit her so hard she <laughs> flew back into a tree? Yeah, it was I remember so, that. It was so wrong. She got hit like, so hard she turned into a dummy. That was like, that was the sickest thing ever. Like Jason, you you really can't even take compliments. Like she's bigging you up. Oh, what a fucking loser. Yeah, he really was, but, you know, uh, a child. Oh, uh, the funny thing about Freddy Krueger is, you know how they made him this, like, playful, goofy monster in the sequels? Yeah. And when you think of Freddy, you just think of, like, a goofy type of monster. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody seems to forget. Well, now, yeah. He was a pedophile. <laughs> he, he was, was a cute, chi- yeah. He was a child molesting killer. I First thought he movie. was just accused of it, though. I didn't know he was a con- like a confirmed. I don't think it was confirmed, but it was very heavily implied. I thought it was like, the- oh, I thought it was like Candyman. No, in the original, he was a child killer, but he he probably molested them too. Wow. <laughs> I, okay, I thought it was like he was accused, and then the town just didn't even want to even go through trial and did it, but. You're saying he really was. That's that's my crazy movie theory. But my real crazy movie theory, I'll talk about in a minute. We're going to talk about it in a minute. But first, we're going to tell our origin stories because that's what these last four episodes have been about. And it's just about um, just learning new things from each other, too, because maybe some of you guys out there have the same story as us. Uh, maybe, maybe. Who knows? So I think you should go first, Ben. How did you, what, what is your, how do I word this? What made you fall in love with movies as a kid? What is your thingy that, that happened? All right. Here's my origin story. Yeah. I was in a concentration camp. Oh, God. And then I found out I could bend metal with my mind. There we go. Oh, that's Magneto. Magneto. Um... That's a hard question, cause I can't. Yeah, cause I want to go back, just all the way back. I can give you mine first. Well, I, I mean, when I was younger, I was a couch yeah. potato, and I just watched like almost anything. But what really got me serious in the movies was probably Reservoir Dogs when I rented it from Video Warehouse. If you remember that. Yeah. How old were you? It was like, uh, how old was I? I was 15 years old. So at 15, you became a movie guy. Oh, yeah, definitely. I was very serious into it. I would make like people from my neighborhood. Uh, well, I didn't force people from my neighborhood, but people I hung out with <laughs> in my neighborhood, I would make them watch uh, movies I liked, and they weren't very interested in some of them. I think I tried to make them watch Fargo, and they're like, this movie's boring. Or uh, I definitely tried to make them watch The Thing. They hated it. I'm just like, oh my god, this movie is awesome, and everybody else just like, this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 15, so that's ninth grade. Yeah, I guess what the reason why I got uh, serious in the movies with Reservoir Dogs is because it felt very low budget, and it felt very inspiring. Felt like I could make a movie. It made, um, how do I put it? Like, it felt possible to make a movie after watching that excuse me and (laughs) so i was planning to try to be a filmmaker when i was younger and do you know what other movies inspired me what (laughs) you remember trauma movies yeah you put me onto that oh yeah (laughs) we can go watching all those like schlocky shitty movies made with like a thousand dollars yeah those are inspiring too i mean yeah, oh, man, some of them are horrible. <laughs> some are disgusting, yeah. like poultry guys. Not even that. Not even just that. Like uh, Toxic Avenger, like two, three. Wasn't there a fourth? Yeah, there's a fourth. There's four of them. Like the first one was watchable and it was stupid, but watchable. And then the other ones were just like, so he, it's a blind chick. And I think she got like boobs at some at some point. Or was that in the first one, too? She was like, she was like hot. Yeah, she was hot in the first one. Okay. That's like their thing. They always hire 
like hot woman with big tits. Which, by the way, trauma films, they were made by Matt Parker and what's the other guy's name? No, um, Trey, they Parker. Only made, Trey Parker, Matt Stone. They only made one. They only made they, so that trauma films wasn't their thing. Um, they made one movie and it was financed by Troma, but that's like their only relationship. Oh, with... Is that the cannibal one? Yeah, I didn't like okay. that one that much. I mean, either I, I didn't, I didn't finish it. It was on Netflix for a little bit. It was funny at first, and after a while, you just wanted to stop watching it. But I mean, other than that, they've done some okay movies. The basketball, basketball, Orgasmo. Orgasmo, that was on Netflix too. I never finished it, but you know, <laughs> you know. I think the only movie I like of theirs, well, two of them, is the South Park one, the long that's a, that's I forgot what it was called. Uh the whole title. Yeah. That's a classic. Excuse me. And of course, Team America. That's a classic too. That's a definite classic. That's a yeah. classic. Um but to uh, uh, summarize it, it was Reservoir Dogs that got me serious in movies. I don't really know. I guess, um, I guess, growing up, what was your genre before fifteen? Like, what what did you find yourself watching the most? Were you watching the Disney movies or, or... definitely comedies? Okay. Dumb and Dumber. Well, oh yeah, anything with Jim Carrey. Jim yeah. Carrey owned the nineties. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Um, and. Major Pain. I was huge into that. My dad was a Marine. So I think every Marine household that grew up in the 90s watched Major Pain. Yeah, my dad was in the Army, so definitely that too. Maybe just military people in general. Yeah, military brats. Shout, yeah, out, we're to brats. Shout out to them. Shout out to the brats. But I guess <laughs> I guess I kind of have the same situation except for the Reservoir Dogs thing. I don't know if there's a specific movie that got me into movies. I, mean, mm-hmm. I know the first movie my my oldest memory of watching a movie in theaters is probably shrek that came out in 2000 i don't think i saw that i don't remember if i saw that in theaters but i was really big in the shrek too when it came I remember, out I, and i think that came out in 2002 like they were like back to back kind of thing and i remember I every kid yeah i remember shrek. kids in school talking about it like just how cool shrek was and I don't think I didn't get all of the jokes when they happened. I was probably just laughing at the you and what the army. That was my shirt. <laughs> I was laughing at that. Whoa, probably the what, can- whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's stop that for a minute. What was that? <laughs> you and what the army. <laughs> that's, that's, Russian? My that's my Shrek. In Russia, we have no army. <laughs> we fight one on one. Honestly. I got that the earwax candle thing. I probably laughed at the wolf being not being the princess thing, and he's like, "What?" And then uh, donkey and and dragon. But I, as you watch it more and more, you get more and more out of it. Oh yeah, definitely. Like the the fight scene where they made a bunch of re- uh, wrestling references. Yeah. Yeah, like, and it, give him the uh, chair. Give him the chair. <laughs> That's probably one of my favorite lines. <laughs> I definitely laughed at that too. Yeah, and that, that was just a scene that I loved anyway. And the song, I don't or, a bad reputation. <clears throat> when Donkey started singing Otis Redding, is that how you pronounce it? Redding. Yeah. Reading. Yeah. Redding. Otis Redding, where he's like, try, 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 a little tenderness. <laughs> I didn't get that when I was younger. <laughs> Oh no, that was at, towards the end. The yeah. the other one was the "Cause I'm All Alone." <laughs> that song. Oh yeah. Stop singing. That is no wonder you have no friends. <laughs> Only a true friend would be that truly honest or cruelly honest. But the thing about Shrek, not just Shrek, just DreamWorks in general, I'm not a big fan of the other ones like Kung Fu Panda, How to Train Your Dragon, no. and those are all classics, but. None of them could be Shrek. DreamWorks. Uh, did they do Madagascar? Yeah, though I was into that when it came out. Yeah, well, Madagascar also- won for sure. <laughs> then you found out. Then you grow up and you find out the real Madagascar is depressing. 
Yeah, it's not. I remember. There's no King. You Jordan. saw that prison documentary. Oh my god! Yeah, it's nothing <laughs> like that. It's nothing <laughs> like the. <laughs> there is no Marty. There's yeah. no. There's no Alex the Lion. Is there? Are there lions? Where are the penguins? <laughs> oh, yeah. Smile. I just, see, I just see people sleeping on top of each other in a jail. Seriously. But enough about that. Um, I remember seeing that. I definitely saw a lot of comedies. I feel like I just saw anything my parents were watching. Any comedy, rom-com. I, saw, I used to love, I think, you know, I feel like we've talked before and I've said Billy Madison uh, is my favorite. I'm an Adam Sandler guy. That's my guy. I grew up on his movies. I love Adam Sandler. Uncut Gems was a tragedy to me because it was a great movie. I think it was a, I I, I could say great. I think it's a great movie. I could say great more than good. It was great. You can't say that. You can't say about that with a lot of movies nowadays. No. And, And with Adam Sandler, People shard on him so much with his movies. Sharded on him. <laughs> People shard on him so much, like Ridiculous Six. People just shard on him. <laughs> oh my him. god! So you got to really give it to him when he does a good job. <laughs> you got to give it to him. This was great. He did the acting. I've never heard somebody say something like that. Sharded all over it. <laughs> yeah. They sharded all Usually over it. All, his, all over it. They, they sharded all over his Netflix. You know I, what? I say shard. I say shard because I think that they like tried to. Uh, you know what? This is what I think about your movie. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that was supposed to be art. But that's what I—that's literally what I think it is. Like people try to be nice about it, but still, a little poop comes out. <laughs> Some poop is coming. <laughs> like they try to just fart on it, but they shart on it. And I think that's what happens with Adam Sandler movies. Oh my god! Ridiculous I want this guy six. to stink. <laughs> oh damn it! Six really got a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What got zero percent? Ridiculous six. Yeah, the movie is terrible. I'm it sorry. Was. <laughs> it was. It wasn't good, but it had some scenes. <laughs> yeah, had some scenes. They yeah. can't make up for like the overall shittiness. No, it, it wasn't. It had Taylor Lautner, you know, and there's a reason why. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He, he definitely saw the movie. Yeah, there's a reason why Robert Pattinson is getting Batman. Like, we're not getting Team Jacob on tenant <laughs> he was, it was mr edward himself oh, there <laughs> like i think his his alliance with adam sandler ruined everything for him i think we could make a whole podcast episode on what the fuck we just saw on tenant try to break uh, down everything yeah because that was i mean i thought inception was confusing tenant was just the the thing i hate about tenant was they explain really important details and like yeah. the loudest environments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 The movie acted like you knew what was going on from the get go. Yeah. All right. Let me describe the plan. Let me just get closer to this airplane real quick. <laughs> let me describe the plan. Then out of nowhere, people are just having a loud conversation in front of the camera. <laughs> they they ruin the shot completely and then leave. So you got let the me, plan? Yes. Let I me know. tell you the entire plot. Let's go to this concert. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to this Limp Biscuit cover band concert, and I'll tell yeah. you the plot there. <laughs> Check out my new Smash Mouth cover band. <laughs> it's called Hey Now. <laughs> All right, so oh, I gotta oh, yeah. change something though. Yeah. While I did say Reservoir well, Reservoir Dogs is the one that got me serious yeah. in movies, but before that, I was obsessed with Lord of the Rings. Very much so. I was there late. I was. Late I know you it, were, but. And I forgive you for that. I respected it. But you know how Shrek was huge with us as kids. Yeah. Lord of the Rings is huge with everybody when it came out. Yeah. That's maybe with white people. No, it was. <laughs> it was big. Just like Harry Potter was big. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, which one would you say was bigger? Ooh, that's a that's a hard question. Because what they came, they both came out in like the same year, right? Two thousand or something, maybe ninety nine, two early two thousands, definitely. Yeah, like um, really early. That is it. That's a really good question. Yeah, I remember there was a field trip in my elementary school to watch it. <coughs> Bless you. I would say Lord of the Rings at the time, but I okay. feel like Harry Potter's age better. Think so? Yeah, for one. I think it's a is it at Universal Studios or is it Disneyland where 
they have their own universal Harry Potter section. Yeah. Lord of the Rings doesn't have that. And so many people are getting into Harry Potter now than ever before. And they got these reboots. The franchise. Like the Fantastic Beasts. Okay. Well, I've never seen say? any one of them. Okay. I was going to ask. Because I was going to ask if you've seen the Hobbit ones. Because... Yeah. I, I didn't like them. Okay. Because I was going to ask you to compare them, but I haven't seen them. I, I saw Lord of the Rings in one day, all three. So I can't pull much out of it. My yeah, head was it took fried. literally one day. <laughs> My head was fried. Every movie got longer than the next. And I enjoyed it, but I was like, I, I don't know if, if I'm a real person anymore <laughs> towards the end. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. Am I in the world? <laughs> Lord, of the, Yeah, I was huge in Lord of the Rings. And uh, I rem- remember when I was younger, I dressed up as one of the hobbits. Oh, fuck, this is embarrassing. Yeah, I dressed I mean, up as one of the hobbits, and everybody thought I was Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> they didn't get it. They, no, they didn't get had, it at all. I didn't have Frodo's cape, which is green. I had the red one. I don't think any of them had the red one. Oh and everybody God. thought I was uh, <laughs> Little Red Riding Hood. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm Samwise Gamgee, asshole. You are, you were Samwise though. I don't know who I was. Okay. We just picked the one cape. Because nobody thought. wants to be. I mean, out there, uh, I guess in the in the email, can somebody? Nobody wants me? to be Samwise yeah. Gamgee. Okay, that's what I'm gonna ask them. Tell me if you wanted to be Samwise, because he was. I'd rather be Gollum. If there's one thing that my fried brain, while watching that movie, understood was that this guy was a crybaby. Oh yeah, he was crying. No, he was, he was crying. At, he like, cried a lot, but he was definitely a ride or die. He was. Oh yeah, but he was crying for Frodo. Frodo was like, he was kind of turning, and then he would just cry for him, and <laughs> just the tears of his love would just bring him back. He was. A you crier. know what? I think I want to rewatch him. They're awesome. We should. I love, that. but the Hobbit trilogy was. <sighs> that felt like cutscenes in a world of warcraft video game if they ever had cutscenes, they didn't feel real just like the lord of the rings oversaturated with cgi and isn't that like i feel like we can go somewhere with this because i wanted to talk about movies nowadays because we've mentioned movies that i feel like the cutoff was what what year was reservoir dogs uh early 90s what okay wow oh, you're way off <laughs> wow <laughs> wow i thought okay well pardon me i i guess the cut was 90s and 2000s movies like there's yeah. a disconnect um i just feel like we grew up in the last generation where movies were original you know i'm gonna say if, this everything now is just sequels remakes or reboots those the people that lived through world war ii are called the great generation you know and i'm gonna say something here no they weren't we're <laughs> the great generation oh, let me let me tell you something the great the thing dark they, knight and shrek yeah. the greatest thing they had was steve rogers <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> wasn't i wasn't captain america actually made in those times too um, I think so. I think he was the very first Marvel superhero. The greatest thing that they had, because Superman was the first ever superhero, right? Yes. The greatest thing they had were the seeds that grew into this, the greatest generation we lived through. Like, we were part of that. 80s movies, okay. Forever. Sorry, guys, I accidentally turned off my mic. We had a little bit of technical difficulties. This is really inside baseball stuff we're talking here. And oh. uh, <laughs> I, we were talking about the world's greatest generation and how Superman was the greatest thing that they really had. There were bad times back then. And so the seeds that they planted through, I don't remember who made Superman. Uh, I know Jack Kirby and Stan Lee didn't make uh, Captain America. But we know who made Batman. It was Bob Kane. Yeah. That was later, though. What do you mean that's later? A seed. That, uh, Batman came a lot later than Superman, right? 
Uh, yeah, but I think he became came out before Captain America. So they were two superheroes in before yeah. Detective Comics. Yeah, that's why it's called DC. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Detective Comics. Dude, you learn everything. Bless you. For me. Shalom. You learn every something every day on this podcast, and don't say we never did something for you. Detective Comics. Wow. But the seeds that they planted, of course, uh, the, the evolution of superhero stuff, movies, content. I think that I don't think that we had the best uh, generation. Well, we were coming into manhood before. No, during the boom of superhero movies. So I think movies in general weren't necessarily evolving as superhero movies evolved but movies in general evolved and were at their highest when we were growing up that's what i'm trying to say everything i just said was just to say that what do you think oh god like everything i I just said hmm how do i follow that (laughs) um i feel like the movies we grew up with from the 2000s to the early 2010s yeah were the last movies with originality yeah, everything else is not original anymore. It's just a rehash, it's a reboot, it's a sequel, or it's a remake. And even, and even in what you're saying is like, every, like every yeah, so many DC movies are trying to follow the Dark Knight with its darkness and its grittiness. In itself, yeah. In itself, it's hard for them not to because DC kind of does have that dark vibe. They are the darker of the two. Dark vibes. That's what's kind of pissed me off about. Edgier? The new DC. Yeah, they're trying to be edgier, especially Batman, where Batman says to the Joker, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah, Snyder Cut, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Mr. Snyder Cut. But I and have the to... Suicide Squad, they're trying to go for an R rating. There's oh, There's a lot more cursing. But they have John Cena in it, too. That's not going to make it better. No. I mean, because I don't, I, like I don't see John Cena cussing. I don't, I don't see that happening. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, I've never it. seen him cuss. But yeah, you're right. Even in that Blockers movie, which, but that, that's what I'm kind of getting at. Like before the, the 90s and 2000s, I feel like everything had been done already. I feel like the 70s, I mean, the 60s were like the, the starting point of movies being serious. Seventies is when movies got serious. Like seventies is like when real point. creativity was happening. But and I feel like everything under the sun was made back then. Like everything that could have been made, like every original idea possible, was made there. Because mm-hmm. I mean, we even got Star Wars. But even before that, something like. uh 2001 a space odyssey flash gordon flash gordon the superman uh, shows right they're called uh serials oh the shows themselves were called that yeah are you talking about the black and white ones yeah yeah those are called serials they were played before an actual movie huh kind of interesting yeah and now we got tv shows they weren't as long they weren't as long as the batman tv show no they're quick and so right before a, the movie you're about to see, you're gonna see like the Wizard of Oz or something like that. Wizard of Oz, Wizard of Oz, probably the 60s, right? Because I think that was the first um colored movie. I the 60s, was, yeah. I think it was the first oh, movie man. color. No, uh, it's 1939. That was the first co- whoa. Okay, no, it wasn't the first colored movie. Okay, I thought that was the first um technical. <laughs> that sounded like a uh, old timer. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you the first colored movie yeah. is with Sidney Pontier. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the first colored movie was, um, I think, Robin Hood. Dang, you're reaching in that that box of tricks right now. <laughs> yeah, don't fuck with me, okay? I do <laughs> trivia night movies. all the time at Applebee's. <laughs> at least you go to Applebee's for something. Definitely not for food. <laughs> I don't go for food. <laughs> I go for blood. Yeah. Yeah, I got for blood. 
So so you're telling me the 30s. Now, that makes my take seem kind of whack, right? Now that I just said the 60s and then the 70s. But then a movie like that was so influential. Well, and I'm talking about uh, um, the uh, Wizard of... I was going to say Wizard of Waverly Place. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> you're all over the place. <laughs> Wizard of Oz was such an influential movie. But I feel like... Uh, let's just say movies were a lot cooler in the 70s than the 30s and 60s well the one thing i've noticed is movies are a lot more serious in yeah. the 70s uh a lot more nudity graphic yeah. violence and swearing i can't even name one 60s movie that no. has swearing in it or they would say like ah oh, god damn it or yes son of a bitch I'm tripping on the fact you said 30s because that means like Ben Hur. That was that time period too, then, right? I think that was 50s Ben Hur. I've never seen Ben Hur. Ben Hur, The Ten Commandments. Like I've seen The Ten Commandments. That's a great Jesus, one. Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> oh. Now you're just naming Christian movies. Um, I've seen them all. I've Jesus seen Christ. No, Jesus Christ Superstar in my home and Mi Casa. <laughs> This was this was blasphemous. Like, Jesus singing and dancing was not cool. My mom did not play that. Your mom would have wouldn't have liked uh, Life of Brian, the Monty Python movie. I think she saw it. Uh, my dad definitely because I've been exposed to them through my dad. All of those. I guess that's another origin story. The Mel Brooks situation. Those types of movies. My dad. My dad and my uncle. Something about them that you should know <laughs> is that they are into movies. My dad, growing up, he had all these VHSs. That's where I saw like Air Bud. Well, he didn't. Buy, he bought them for us. He that <laughs> oh, was okay. his stash. He was watching Air Bud. <laughs> let's get it. Let's get it clear. That was oh, not. Go to bed. I gotta watch Air Bud. He <laughs> <laughs> saw Air Bud. Air Bud two. Just uh, the the primate one. What's the? Where he I know what you're talking hockey? about. The hockey. The monkey. That monkey was doing everything. He did anything. He did anything he could get his hands on. But that uh, that pizza guy who became Aladdin, uh, the I saw Kazam. Oh, I loved Kazam at the time. Yeah, the because uh, it's a rapping Space genie. <laughs> That's Shaquille O'Neal. Space Jam. Obviously, everybody um, our age has seen Space Jam and loved it. Uh, here's the thing. Oh yeah, Space Jam is so iconic with us. Yeah, even that R. Kelly song. Uh, I can't. I'm having a brain fart. There we go. I got shot by the FBI. <laughs> that song. Um, I don't remember that part. All I wanted was a chicken wing. <laughs> but the thing about Space Jam is that movie did not age well at all. No. If you watch it now. It's a horrible movie. And I've seen a lot of people say that it still holds up. No, it doesn't. You're just saying that because you grew up with it. Yeah. Nostalgia and just respect for Michael Jordan. I feel like that's how people who still love Dragon Ball Z think. I don't know. I'm not touching anime. That's tribal. Okay, I'm not going to go into it. But I need to hear it because I I don't watch anime because I I just don't get it anymore. I tried to watch Dragon Ball Z. I liked it growing up, and now I just don't get it. So I'm just done. I agree. Well, I'm on the same boat as you, but people who say they still love Dragon Ball Z, I feel like they don't actually watch it. (laughs) I feel like they grew up with it. They loved it at the time, and now they say they still love it. It's just so shitty. There were episodes where all Goku did was power up. And then just pretty much just Master dialogue. Roshi was trying to steal some panties. Just fondle. That's all ejaculate, he did. Ejaculating blood out of his nose. <laughs> did you Honestly, ever that? Yeah. There was or- in Dragon Ball, there was an episode where uh Bulma showed him his showed him her boobs, and then he just like stared and then blood through his nose and fell over. Like he just stroked out. She showed him everything. She she did everything. And then she looked down. Then she looked down and was like, oh, my God, I'm, I forgot to wear panties. The tees. Then Master Roshi's like, ah, we like ah, it. I have seen heaven. 
<laughs> that I sounds have seen like... it all. I can yeah. die it happily now. We have a whole discussion about why anime sucks. And I'd follow you on that because I just don't get it anymore. But comedies that uh, I think that I think we've given our origin story. I think people could get where we're coming from. Like if right. you just heard the last 30 minutes, uh, you you know what we're about when it comes to that. Yeah, we could trim some of the bullshit. <laughs> Honestly. But um, so I got a crazy movie theory that I thought about last night. Are you ready to hear it? Yeah. Remember Big Trouble in Little China? Yeah. Great movie. This might sound blasphemy. I like it better than Indiana Jones. This, dude. Okay, you, you don't have to say that, but I could say that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, the one thing I love about it is the white guy is the sidekick, and the Asian dude is the hero. I don't know if you remember the movie at all. No, I obviously don't because I thought Kurt Russell was the the main guy. He was the main guy, but he was kind of useless if you watch the movie. Like he, he shot a gun in the ceiling and uh, rocks came down, knocked him out while everybody's fighting. Yeah. I, okay. I remember that. You know, when we saw it, my dad was with us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the guy <laughs> blew up. And your dad's like, oh, did he kill himself? <laughs> 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 that was a great scene. His one liners. It's such a confusing death. Did he kill himself <laughs> or did he get so angry that he blew up? <laughs> but anyways here's my crazy movie theory okay. okay kurt russell jack burton and big trouble little china you know his accent yeah uh, have you paid your dues yes yeah. sir yes. The mail. <laughs> yeah. how doesn't that accent sound familiar chris farley was also a driver and billy madison Dead Veronica Vine. What if they were brothers? What was his name? The bus driver in Billy Madison? No, the, the Big Trouble in Little China. Jack Burton. Jack Burton and bus driver. <laughs> yeah, we don't. I don't think he had a name. <laughs> no, he didn't. Madison. Bus driver Burton. <laughs> bus driver Burton. <laughs> yeah, bus driver Burton. Now That'll end. Bus around. <laughs> That'll land your precious field trip pretty damn quick <laughs> how cool would it, how cool would it have been if they crossed over like jack burns like ah, oh, geez who's that lady and then the bus driver from billy madison would be like that's yeah. veronica vaughn <laughs> honestly that that kind of makes me a little sad because that's another guy you grow up you grow up on him but he he only had but so many movies and he was now, supposed to be Shrek. Yeah. There, that, that was on YouTube. I, I saw like a thing on YouTube of him doing like. How do you feel about it? that though? Chris Farley as Shrek. I don't think we would ever. Uh, if he looked how it looked like the sketches that they had, because it looked like he was just a regular guy that was just big. That, I don't think that would have been a hit. But no, I think Mike Myers, uh, Scottish accent. That put it. him over more iconic status because yeah. when you think of a scottish person you just think of shrek now yeah literally <laughs> literally but i think i just feel like anything chris farley did back then was kind of gold chris farley i feel like chris farley yeah. was he could do no wrong even the movies that you don't remember like the uh the one where they were like colonial guys i've never seen that Wars. one it's a gem. I don't. I forgot the name of it, but it, it. I did see it, and it's not his best one, but it's a gem. It has the guy from Friends. Ross? Oh, Matthew Perry. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, that and it was a gem, and he and a guy like him, because Matthew Perry, he is what you call the sharts. <laughs> like he was not that cool. He What's was the thing with sharts. He's the sharts. He <laughs> <laughs> he was not cool. He was like trying to be like a like what Robert Downey Jr. is. Like he was trying to be too cool for him, and then he like his heart warms up at the end, and they're friends. But yeah, I know. Uh, what would you say you like better, Black Sheep or Tommy Boy? I think Tommy Boy now. 
I think I'm a black sheep guy. Yeah. I, I, I used to think that. Um, I'll have to rewatch yeah. it and see. Yeah. I think I'm a Tommy Boy guy. The but I still hold to my theory. Scene. I still hold to my theory that Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell's character and Chris Farley's characters were brothers. It was and I want to love this movie. Big Trouble in Little China with Billy Madison. <laughs> the crossover you didn't know you needed. But that's kind of what I was getting at cuz he did Beverly Hills Ninja, which meant he was he was ready for action comedies. He was ready for it. More could have came out. And I yeah. love I loved it. I love that movie. I love that movie. You know that's Christian Bale's favorite movie? Wow. <laughs> Fun fact. That's crazy though, huh? Christian yeah. Bale's a, a little bit of a nut job. <laughs> he is a nut job. <laughs> He's a little bit of a nut job. He <laughs> between I remember love Psycho, cinema. My favorite movie was Beverly Hills Cop. No, that's no. how he Beverly talks. Hills. Beverly Hills Ninja. No, I'm fucking around. Oh, I was gonna say because that guy is so confusing now. Because from American Psycho to the AIDS movie he did. What AIDS movie? Remember uh, Christian Bale, the the movie. That it wasn't he, in the AIDS movie. He got super skinny. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about, but he didn't have AIDS. Okay, that was just Fifty Cent. Um, I, I uh, two different. It? Fifty Cent had an AIDS movie. Uh, like they get I super was, skinny uh, and die. Movie. Okay, okay, so cancer. Yeah. Did Christian Bale have cancer too? Or in that movie? Just, yeah. No, he had insomnia. He didn't sleep. <laughs> what? What? He got super. He got like that from insomnia. Yeah, he didn't sleep for a whole year. Damn. Which I don't think everybody is I don't think that's. I think you shut down after that. No, but that's 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 why they call it a movie. Yeah, the magic of movies. But yeah. moving on from that, I wanted to talk about streaming services because we dabble. Well, I guess we have. I have. I feel like I have all of them now. I've collected them. Uh, the I've collected the the Infinity Stones of streaming services. There's the Hulu, oh, okay. What are they? <laughs> there's Netflix, uh, Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max. You're obsessed it, with HBO Max. HBO Max is what you call quality streaming. They have it all, and by all of it, I mean The Sopranos, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Rush Hour One, Two, and Three, and Impractical Jokers. <laughs> that's everything i need okay um like and the wire did the you wire. say the wire I, I didn't say that. i haven't seen it yet that um of course um game of thrones i'm gonna watch that it does have all three lord of the rings it, it has the necessities if you couldn't have any streaming service and you had hbo max you're set you don't need anything else that's the way yeah. i see it they're the king they're king dingling of stream. I don't know if they're the kings. To, I think Netflix oh. is still the king. Okay. Because, I mean, it's called Netflix and chill, not HBO Max and chill. Come on now. Get <laughs> hip H- with the lingo. HBO Max and wax. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was too much. I like that, though. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It hey, really Ben, where are you? Hey Ben, what are you doing for the weekend? HBO Max and Wax with the dude, lady. Dude, I was three hours into in HBO Maxing with the queen. <laughs> HBO Maxing and waxing this chick. <laughs> That's so bad. But oh, I feel like I feel like Netflix is going downhill a little bit. Well, until Stranger Things comes back. I agree. Cause, okay, because they have the shows that you love are there too but that's the thing the best thing about netflix are the original shows yeah not the movies not the movies at all and they got a lot of them they just waste so much money on original movies and i I think i only like two of them they were the guys they were the guys at first that had all the movies in general and then they decided that we want to build up our catalog they had some really messed up movies back then like gory <laughs> Japanese movies. I saw one called Dead Girl. <laughs> Did you ever watch Dead Girl? No, they had some Skinamaxes too. On Skinamax? 
on Netflix. Yeah, they had some they had some nudie magazine days on on Netflix too. Oh, is that where you watch your porn? <laughs> they had they did have some softcore classics. That was your Netflix and show. I don't know. I don't know about classics, but they had them. Yeah, if classics. Knew, if you knew where to look. Yeah, like the hills have thighs. Such oh. a classic. <laughs> but anyway, but it, they they have every like they're the king of it because they're established. And even when, even now that they're down, HBO Max is still building up. Amazon Prime. Well, the thing about HBO Max, the reason why it's so, um, why it's your favorite and so big is because it's got like other shows from other networks. Like it's it's got like classic shows like South Park, Fresh Prince. Yeah, they have the boost right now. It's it's not so much the Disney Plus effect because at its core, Disney Plus, you watch Star Wars, you watch the the infinity saga you watch the disney classics you like maybe you watch that so raven maybe you watch smart guy but then you're done you're kind of done and you're not gonna um, finish either of those shows excuse me sir i watched that so raven okay people people please <laughs> i don't think anybody remembers that but me no we all remember mr we don't know his name. Yeah, we just yeah. know he spit in front. Of it was a spit name too. His name was it was something that made him spit. But that didn't age well. <laughs> the coronavirus <laughs> at all, and neither did uh, Eddie. He infected this whole knowing. Oh God, <laughs> Orlando Brown. <laughs> that didn't oh, age man. well. I saw this video where a bunch of bounty hunters like captured him and he's hiding in the closet. It's so sad. One of them was a white dude, and he called him the N-word. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's so... You don't know to feel bad for him? Like, I don't know if I feel bad for him. I mean, getting busted by... Not the cops. (laughs) Bounty hunters. (laughs) This is like Wild West type shit. Dog the bounty hunter is catching Orlando Brown. Django and uh, the German guy. Uh, what was his name? From Django? The German guy from Waltz? Django and Django. Dr. Waltz? I forgot. Schultz. Schultz, okay. Dr. Schultz. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Schultz and Django capture Orlando Brown. <laughs> I almost said Orlando Bloom. <laughs> that yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I feel bad because it's been so many times this has happened now. Well, not, not the bounty hunter. <laughs> That's oh, never okay. happened before. To be clear, the bounty hunters never happened before, but Orlando Brown has been either rapping about something about <laughs> Raven's <laughs> Raven's umbops, or just just general clownery. He's he's cringy, very cringy. He was on like Doctor Phil and said he did meth. Oh, I wouldn't have doubted. I th- I wouldn't have doubted if he was still on meth. He said, one of, he said one of his kids' names is Michael Jackson, and then Dr. Phil asked him again something about his kids, and then he said he didn't have kids. So, Orlando, what are your kids' names? Uh, Michael Jackson and Orlando. <laughs> so you got a junior. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done um, with this. Have you seen Bam Margera? <laughs> On Dr. Phil? Man. Yes. You show, you showed me the poor guy. <laughs> the, the, Talk about somebody who didn't age well at all. It's like <laughs> he's literally becoming Don Vito. He's doing one loss. He's doing one long jackass. Like he got fired from the new jackass movie. God. I I don't blame he, it. I don't want He was method acting, huh? He was method acting. He's like, wanna see one long jackass? Want to see one long jackass? All right, Bam, get out of I'm, character. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ruin my life and alienate myself from everyone around me. That's a, that's a pretty good one, huh? Hi, I'm Bam Margera, and I'm gonna smoke this crack pipe. <laughs> I'm Bam Margera, and I'm gonna hit rock bottom. But I'm glad that he got fired from the new Jackass movie. I don't want to see him hurting himself. He's already hurt himself outside no. of Jackass. Yeah. <laughs> That was bad. 
Like, <laughs> Steve O's good now. You know, yeah, that's that means a lot. Mm hmm. He has a good YouTube channel. Steve O was only rivaled by Eminem when it came to popping Vicodin. Like, oh, <laughs> well, Steve O pops everything. He popped anything, even drugs that weren't really available, like quaaludes. <laughs> drugs that weren't meant for humans. Yeah, he went for, yeah, was like horse tranquilizers. He was popping pesticides. <laughs> yeah, Agent Orange. <laughs> um, uh, he was at a Chinese opium den. <laughs> Beijing. The, the Frank, the Frank from Always Sunny situation. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that in his uh skate park. But I guess I mean, back on track. Where would you rank? How would you rank the streaming services right now? Yeah, I like how we went from Netflix to Steve-O doing opium. (laughs) But how would I rank them? Yeah. I still say Netflix because it has some of my favorite shows. Fair. Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, uh, Stranger Things. Have you ever seen the show You? No. Y-O-U? No. Oh, it's... So That's the stalker if, guy, right? Yeah, it's it's like okay, if I've Dennis seen an Reynolds, episode. Yeah. It's like if Dennis Reynolds from It's Always Sunny had his own show. <laughs> One long Dennis method. It should be called the Golden God. <laughs> um, have you seen the show Mindhunter? No, That's I, I, I've heard show. of it. That's like the Avengers of serial killer shows. Whoa! <laughs> Every serial killer from history is in that show. Whoa! Is it a documentary style? No, not at all. It's a, it's got actors. But the cool thing about the show is they have these actors that look just like the serial killers. Wow. This one guy looks exactly like Charles Manson. Looks exactly and sounds just like him. Dang. They have this... They use prosthetic... Excuse me. Heartburn. They use prosthetics... To make this one guy look exactly like Son of Sam. You've heard of Son of Sam, right? Yeah. It's that, just that guy's still alive. Yeah, he is. He's still alive. He, I think he's like a preacher in a yeah, jail. He regrets, <laughs> he regrets everything he's done. <laughs> no more Son of Sam. I'm father now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, back on topic. Yeah. I think Netflix is still my favorite just because of the TV shows. And then I'll go with HBO Max because, like you said, they got like almost everything. Yeah. That's where I get the movies from. That's where I watch. I watch movies on there. I don't watch the shows. I tried watching Deadwood the other night. I got bored of it. No, it's like something. It's like your grandpa's favorite HBO show. <laughs> it's um. It's hard to watch shows that you've seen all of. Like, uh, like if you've already seen all of Curb, you're probably not going to go back and watch it again unless it's your favorite. No, and I guess what goes below HBO Max would be Prime. Yeah. Uh, my mom likes purchasing movies through Amazon Prime, so I can just watch movies on there, and I enjoy some of the TV shows. Yeah, uh, like The Boys. Invincible's um, good if you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. Hulu, Hulu is just just for TV shows. It's, it's all the movies you, on yeah. all the movies on Hulu or all the movies you can find on Amazon Prime. Yeah, Hulu's not for movies. No, it's not. That's for TV shows. Like, yeah, Hulu's just to hold on to cable kind of thing. The things that are, are happening sh- in cable. You watch shows like Brooklyn Nine Nine and all that on there. The Goldbergs. <laughs> I never watched that show. Not bad. Not bad at all. What other? I don't really watch Disney Plus. No, only if when I did. Great happens. If I did, I would watch Heavyweights, which is the greatest Disney movie ever. Better than Lion King, Toy Story, and any of the Marvel movies. Jesus. Heavyweights. <laughs> Bet with Tony Perkins. God. Uh, ben Stiller. There's a kid from Heavyweights that became a crackhead, too. God. <laughs> he looks from, terrible. He looks worse than Orlando Brown. From fat camp to crack camp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From Fat Camp to an uh, abandoned alley. <laughs> I think that where we're at right now is 
and we're going to wrap this up. We're an hour in now, but I think with streaming, I think that Netflix is probably going to stay on top. You've definitely convinced me. They're they're probably going to stay on top with shows, but HBO Max and definitely Prime are starting to gain on them a little bit because Amazon purchased the MGM studio thing, The Lion. And so they're probably going to start giving us some good content. It feels like Netflix is in like a dormant period a little bit right now where, I mean, they're waiting on the heavy hitters. Like Cobra Kai is coming back, so they're going to be on top. Oh, I forgot about that show. Cobra Kai. Kim's Convenience, I love it. Talk about a success story. Yeah. Cobra Kai. That is the only spinoff that we represent, right? Yeah, I I love that show still. With a bunch of actors that were out of the spotlight for decades. Yeah. And these new actors like Miguel, uh, his hot mom. (laughs) That's uh, that's a spinoff that... It feels less of a spinoff and more of like it's repurposed, except for like the third. What was the third season? Where he goes back to Japan, and then it's like that was definitely fan service. Yeah, they don't have to do that ever again. No, His first like, season was magic. Think about that that season though. When he went back to Japan, nobody watched the Karate Kid Part Two. No, no. I didn't that's, even know who he was talking to. That's why they I kept had to Google it. To do that. They kept having to do the flashbacks. And then season four, they're gonna have a villain from Karate Kid Part Three. Nobody's ever seen that movie. Like, if they can do something with that, okay. But they don't have to keep doing fan service because there's no fans. Like, the Karate Kid happened and we loved it, but nobody. Karate Kid is not by any means. Uh, Marvel or Star Wars or something that that's down like something that's been laid to rest right now. Indiana Jones, you do a, a show about that or some oh. anything about that. Everybody's like, oh yeah, but Karate Kid is not that. <laughs> they have a spinoff with Stingray, God. the only adult in Cobra Kai. <laughs> I'm very disappointed he wasn't in, he wasn't in the third season. Put him in a body bag. <laughs> He's probably my favorite part of season two. Stingray. Where, who was he? He was the adult, the only adult in Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, from yeah. The, from Lowe's. He wasn't in the third one? Third season? He joined. No, because he they joined. said they had a restraining order against him. <laughs> ah, because he joined Miyogi. Mi- Miyogi? M- Miyagi. Miyagi, though. Miyagi, though, karate. Okay. That's what, that's what they said. Why do you say karate like that? I think they said it like that. They do say it like that. Yeah. Welcome to Miyagi Do Karate. <laughs> Eagle Fang. Yeah. He was so cool. He had a darkness in him and he's cool. <laughs> All right. I say we give the listeners at home a rest. Let's wrap yeah. things up. With Let's your wrap this up. Top three favorite movies. Okay. Top three favorite movies. Great. Okay. They're number one. I'm hey, go- we're all movie lovers. Yeah. Number one, because I say I always loved Billy Madison g- growing up, but I think my favorite Adam Sandler movie, which is going to be my number one right now, is and by right now, I mean my number one pick. In this order, and I'm, I'm standing on this, my number one right now favorite movie is The Wedding Singer. Um, oh, wow. Drew, Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler are my power couple of rom-coms. I hate to interrupt you. Yeah. And you're probably going to slap me across this Zoom meeting. I've never seen that movie. Please do. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> For the love of all. That might be the only Adam Sandler movie I've ever I haven't seen. I feel and like I've that- watched Sandy Wexler. <laughs> <laughs> that's another one that got sharded on or uh here's one here's a deep cut airheads that got sharded on and that was before it was cool to shart on adam sandler that's like the most 90 movie 90s movie ever brendan fraser like come on 
Where'd that Steve guy Buscemi? go? Yeah. Oh, where'd, oh, yeah. Where did he go? Steve Buscemi before he was completely hideous. He's always been hideous. Come on. I mean, when he was younger, he had the... He's young. <laughs> but now that he's old, he's like, he's hideous. He's bad. He looks horrible. What's funny about that is I think he's my favorite actor ever. Ever? Yeah, ever. You're a board... What is it? Boardwalk? I never watched that show. But he's in Fargo. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because... <laughs> I've never seen any of his movies, but... He's my <laughs> that's actor. what I'm saying. You'd have a lot of explaining to do. He's also in Reservoir Dogs. Oh, he is. Yeah. Okay. He was the thinking... he was the first white guy in the movie to say the n word. Jesus. <laughs> That's he's the weird thing about Quentin Tarantino movies. They'll Always. just throw in an n word randomly by a white guy. Yeah. And okay. No, nobody seems to question it. Give me your number one, and I'll then yeah. I'll do number we'll... two, then you do number two. Yeah, we'll go back and forth. Yeah. Uh, I'd say the Shawshank Redemption, just because uh. Has everything I want in a movie. It's got a good story, great actors, great characters, and a great ending. And I liked it before I found out it was a Stephen King story. Huh. I read the Steve, the original Stephen King story, and it feels it's nothing uh, compared to the movie. But what's your number two? Number two, I'm giving it to Rush Hour 2. Oh, nice. Influential movie in my life. My favorite Jackie Chan movie. Obviously, my favorite Chris Tucker movie. Oh, speaking of Jackie Chan, sorry to interrupt you again. Yeah. But he was supposed to be in Big Trouble in Little China. He was supposed to be Wang. Jackie Chan. Huh. I guess he declined it. What was his reasoning? What a snob. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know why he declined it. What was the prestige of that movie back then? Like, was it a, like a hit? No, it bombed. Really? Okay. That's why it's considered a cult, cult. classic. Because another episode we over the year we got to talk cult classics. Uh, another the next time I get you on too. Oh yeah, definitely. But over time, that movie became very popular through mm. you know, uh, blockbuster and. Video warehouse <laughs> and the small theater scene, probably. Yeah, definitely. I, I love that movie. Yeah. But my number two would be, uh, well, be my number two be Fargo. Okay. With Steve Buscemi, the greatest actor ever. <laughs> Man, now I have to think of an actual like, like a good movie, not just a comedy. Because I've given it nothing but like buddy cop and comedy movies. So what you're thinking is movies that have the most relevance to you. And I'm thinking the same way too, but movies I'm choosing are the movies that encapsulate the genres I like. Like Uh, Shawshank is crime. Yeah, Shawshank is crime. Fargo is crime and comedy. And I'll explain my number three, but you go ahead with your number three. You know what? I'm going to go number three. Uh, and I'm just going to keep the same theme then. Because if I just veer off and go with what you said, it's a little tacky on my end. I'm just going to stick to my ignorant <laughs> my ignorant relevance to me. And I'm going to say... <laughs> and, I didn't mean to say... I didn't want to say it like that. No, I mean, it made sense because I didn't think about it that way. I, I just kind of... I just went ahead and said, what did I like? And you had a deeper thought with that. So I'm just going to keep my shallow views going <laughs> and do what you want with this take. Star Wars, episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Whoa. I got picked up from school in the fourth grade to see that movie early from school. Well, I'm glad you didn't say The Last Jedi. Oh, God, no. Because that is probably the most pointless Star Wars movie ever. I mean, they didn't get anything accomplished. No. Uh they yeah they survived a random thing people died who didn't necessarily have to people that were really dead survived <laughs> like uh all they did was kill snoke yeah who was so forgettable he was well in the force awakens he had some promise but yeah very much but ryan johnson said you know what i don't like this guy you're dead I feel like the that whole saga, first of all, the, the sequel saga 
made the prequel saga seem like you know like this is this is the austin powers trilogy compared to the the sequel <laughs> saga the they it seemed like they just wanted to let's just do the cheesiest and stupidest thing to this to this platform or not platform franchise that everybody loves how can we make them turn their backs on star wars <laughs> they they just said that they went into a board meeting some sort of illuminati disney meeting and said people love star wars let's make kids think it's cool and sell toys and make the adults pissed here's uh, i think the biggest question i have that star wars related i don't i don't remember much from rise of skywalker i watched it actually a long time ago but it's poor who's if palpatine is ray's grandpa yeah. who's the grandma <laughs> <laughs> did they explain that no and who's the that? because well i don't know if palpatine has kids because it was, was like, ray's, ray's parents Oh dang it! Yeah, that's yeah. a whole that's a whole nother no, no, episode. You're you're right. Yeah, there's things to unpack. There's things. Midichlorians. That's your answer. <laughs> the midichlorians. Well, Sith midichlorians. They have midichlorians too. Whatever. Uh, you're third. Wait, you. Yeah. So I talked about comedy and crime. My other favorite genre is horror, and my favorite horror movie is definitely The Thing, with Kurt Russell. Ooh. I know you've never seen that one. I know you'll never watch it either. <laughs> What's wrong with it? <laughs> well, just some of the special effects is cheesy, but I think it's the reason why I love it so much is it's everything I want to see out of a horror movie. It's got a great story, great characters, uh, great suspense. It's more of a psychological thriller or psychological horror movie than a, than a monster movie. And I think, it's got a I great mean, end. I saw The Fly, so I think we, I could watch it. Fly is a great one too. <laughs> I think I could watch the thing if we if I saw the fly. I think I could watch the thing. Next time I visit, we'll watch the thing. Feels like it's only right. And it's got Kurt Russell one-liners. <laughs> oh man, those were the good times. Oh yeah. All right. Thank you for joining us on this episode. This was episode four. Follow me on Instagram V Forever Network, Twitter Young V Forever. The email is youngvforever at gmail.com. Subscribe to the podcast, Apple and Spotify podcast, and follow Ben, the gyro captain, on Instagram at gyrocaptain94. Thank you. That is correct. Thank you. Any last words, Ben, before we're out? I have the woohoo. And Adam Sandler shriek for him and for me. Goodbye. Peace. Forever.